0: And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, Overlords.
1: Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with.
0: I love it. I love bringing people together. How are we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gentleman Overlords. It's me, Andrew, and with me is...
2: Oh, you better believe it's Robert.
0: Oh, Robbie, and Max will come on at a certain point he's busy with work but i'm he'll join us when he can but hey in the meantime rob how you doing
2: hey doing all right uh you know it's i feel i feel exuberant there's something about just just you and i no there's a no, way no.
0: lifted off
2: uh yes i you know
0: there was a there was a couple episodes where we didn't have max at all that i think went really well
2: and he's not going to fucking yeah, listen to this. Yeah, they were this, like a so. dream. I can si- I consider those the canon episodes of Gentleman Overlords. <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: there's only like three real episodes. And uh, all the rest are uh, in your imagination. He's not going to hear this. So who gives a shit? We can say whatever we want about him. Exactly. Unless both his sister and his mom are listening. In which case, we love Max. Uh, he's a, a treasure. Yeah, we're talking owner. about a different Max. Yeah, we're, ta- yeah, we're talking about uh, Max Payne. The, the, yeah. the, the video game and the, the Mark Wahlberg movie that's both of two based of, on the game yeah two of our interests right there in one uh Rob while we're waiting for Max why don't we talk about some uh movies we've seen
2: hey, 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 hey. don't you forget about me. Look my
1: way, girl. <laughs> Something breakfast.
2: Movies we've seen.
0: Hey, before we get into actually, before we get into the movies we've seen, Rob, you were complaining about both. Uh, you've got some pains in your neck and your back, and I was wondering uh, specifically about your pussy and your crack.
2: Mmm. You know what? The pain has not drifted down to either of those two uh, areas, but um, fingers crossed. I want <laughs> the whole. I want the grand slam. You, you know what I mean? Experience. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some movies
0: we've seen. Rob, what uh, what movies have you seen lately?
2: Let's see. I have watched a couple movies since we last talked. Um, watched uh, Michael Clayton, most of it, um, because Jamie was watching it, and it was definitely a different movie than I expected. I honestly think I think I was conflating parts of it with Aaron Brockovich. Is in in Aaron Brockovich? Is that the movie where like she's fighting on behalf of people whose like water supply is fucked up or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or am yeah. I thinking... That's correct. Okay, because I'm almost certain that there's a similar plot line in Michael Clayton where like someone's been dumping something somewhere, and that's why I was like, "Is this in the freaking Brockoverse? Like, what is this movie?" <laughs> um, it, it was good, um, but I again I. Um, i was kind of in and out a little bit and i uh, just never seen that that old uh that old uh clune dog movie <laughs> um and then um i think i mentioned on another episode that uh the dose the the doughboys discord channel has been uh doing friday night watch alongs um and we did starship troopers first and then i believe we did um was it Oh, it was Tommy Boy and then we did Dumb and Dumber, which is a good combo because they're both kind of road movies. Yeah. And um yeah. And then most recently we watched Speed Racer. Oh, did you
0: I did you include Max on that? He's going to be really pissed if he hears this and he wasn't invited to watch
2: any Speed uh, Racer just, show. Anyway. Just edit in just edit in some other movie that he doesn't care about or some <laughs> season of a show he hasn't seen yet. It's see you watch season Uh-oh. 4 of
0: The Killing for the dose cord.
2: Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, I think this week, what is this week's movie? Oh, Attack the Block Ooh, on this Friday. that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, a lot of folks hadn't seen some of the movies too, so it was fun to watch. Yeah, not like big groups or anything, you know, the nose court itself isn't huge, so it was, it was probably like half a dozen people watching at any given time, but um, it was fun, especially since some of, some of the people hadn't uh, seen it before. Yeah. So. Have you, did you by the um, way see
0: the, it's either IG, uh, Instagram Live or Facebook Live, that video of John Boyega just like going off?
2: what was he doing he
0: was just like i mean i he's speaking about the 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 killings of the of the police killing of that um i oh Ahmed aubrey yeah no the the police they they killed a black guy in minneapolis i'm sorry i'm forgetting his name right now oh boy
2: yeah Um, well it's it's that world that we live in that i have to have to be super specific you have to distinguish Uh, which black
0: guy was killed by police officers (laughs) Um, but specifically this this week uh, the policeman in Minneapolis killed a black guy and he was just going off about like you know I he's like I'm a fucking black guy from London I didn't move to Hollywood you know he's like he's going off about like you know like this is what life is like for black people and it is like it's intense but also like good for him to use this platform and he's just like if you're a racist who follows me fuck off Absolutely, fuck off! And so it's just like,
2: yeah, I, I, I also, I also wondered too, and I don't, I'm not, um, I don't know because like, so do you remember like when there was like the pipeline protests and that one actress like went and kind of lent her, sort of celebrity to you know, you know, having eyes on it, and I wondered too if that would, if something like that, if people coming out of the woodwork with, uh, you know, with more eyes on them or more social media following showing up and being present would would not only give you know the people who run the city and the police pause yeah but also like put more put more vision on it but it's a lot to ask for people to personally hit the front lines especially you know when they live more comfortable lives it's still awful for it to be happening but hard to hard to tackle head-on i'm sure yeah um george floyd by the way was the
0: name of the 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 man who was killed by the police um yeah it's it um i sorry that i sent us on this topic but it's it's also important to talk about the i think it's it's happening it's it's hard to it's it's on our minds and i think will smith actually commented on it um i i guess it could have been a different will smith but it was attributed to will smith and the quote was like it's not that racism is worse it's that it's getting filmed and i think that there is you know like a, a couple years ago you would see you know, uh, a guy kill some kill a young black man in the street, and they'd be put on administrative leave with pay or something. And like these, I'm not saying this is this is enough. Obviously, this isn't enough. Um, but the police officers involved were fired for the killing of of George Floyd. But you know, as of a couple of years ago, they would have been placed on leave with pay, and now they're being fired. So like, it's not enough. You'd be
2: fired, but. If- that doesn't matter to me that doesn't matter if they don't lose their ability to still be police officers, if they're not if they're allowed to be transferred, if they're not criminally charged for for murder, yeah, I, then I don't know what the point is. It's right. it's too little.
0: I, I absolutely agree with you. It is too little, but it is like and I'm not saying, you know, pat them on the back for, for something, but like it's incremental steps. They're really small. They're too small, in my opinion. But like, you know, having people like John Boyega, and theoretically Will Smith speaking up about it, I think Will does open up the avenue for having more of a a conversation and having more people be aware of it in our society. So, you know, I I applaud people like John Boyega who are using their platform to speak out about stuff like it, and you know, go watch Attack the Block on Friday with the dose cord uh, in celebration of John Boyega. Uh because cool cool um, guy and also great movie
2: yeah um, the only well the only other movie the other thing I did was um, they the dose did a um, uh, extended edition Lord of the Ring watch over the weekend on um, I think it was Sunday so I basically tuned in for the most part the whole time just kind of was at my computer Dang. and took a couple breaks here and there but just rewatched all those movies again so good do the do either Nick or Mitch get involved
0: in these dose cord watch watches like watches or is it just people? Uh, not,
2: so, not so far. I mean, I know it's their dream come true to watch a movie with a bunch of losers uh in their <laughs> online forum. But um no, I think a part of it is hours too. Like I don't I assume uh Nick might have a job that he's writing for or has normal hours while he's at home. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I think I heard him say he's annoying his wife because he's not working, so maybe he has nothing but time, but doesn't deign to uh, uh, make himself uh, present. Um, Mitch, however, keeps pretty crazy hours. In fact, he's probably most active um, late, late at night, like one or two or three in the morning, so I don't, I'm not shocked that he wasn't hanging out for movies in the daylight. Right. Yeah, but good fun. Again, I, just spending time in that universe again, I'm, I'm almost wanting to see, eventually, the extended Hobbits, just to, like, just to see what there is to see. But yeah. man, I just... And like we've talked about before, it's fun spending time in that universe. You're still in Middle Earth, but I just wish everything else around it was uh, as as enchanting as the original trilogy. It's, it's hard for me to want
0: to watch the extended Hobbits, which I thought I'd never say because I just loved the Lord of the Rings movies so much. But because I don't particularly like the Hobbit movies all that much, I just don't like... I don't know if it'd make them better to be extended you know like i already think they're too long and so for me to like you know like i just and like i'm also not familiar enough to with the hobbit movies that i know for sure i'm watching an extended scene or not and so you know like versus lord of the rings i mean i saw those fucking things so many times i could like you know i could tell you time stamped when like a new scene was coming in Versus like these movies, I'm just not that familiar with and I don't know that I want to rewatch them anyways, let alone watch a longer version of them.
2: Yeah, I understand. It's it's hard to want to make a commitment to something that I was underwhelmed by to begin with. So I don't know. Not definitely at the top of my list. But yeah, we'll see. I think
0: they're on um, at, how least, about you? at least the the regular versions of them, I think, are on HBO Max, which just launched today.
2: Yeah. Um, and unless that changed with the shift over, I think at one point, I think Netflix even recently had at least the standard editions on there. So.
0: Yeah. Who knows? Uh, for me, I watched. What did I watch? We just watched uh, Guess Who, which was Ashton Kutcher and Bernie Mac. Uh, it was a remake <laughs> of Guess Who's Coming no. to Dinner.
2: <laughs> uh Oh, is it is it opposite that Ashton Kutcher is like the white guy coming to dinner? Yes.
0: Um, oh my he's god! Dating, he's dating Zoe Saldana, whose dad is Bernie Mac, and it, it's it's made in 2005, so it's got all the all the mixings of your you know somebody who dresses well has to be a metrosexual, um, you know. There's a bunch of like really bad you know race humor in it. Um, uh huh. The you know it's funny watching like. You know, it's the the thing that I, I always get charmed with in early 2000s movies is the, like, technology that they have. So, like, you know, out-of-date cell phones or, like, big computers, stuff that just doesn't yeah. exist in our lives anymore. I'm always enchanted by stuff like that. But overall, this was very – it was really bad. Um, Bernie Mac is funny. I mean, like, it's just – he, you know, he's one of those people, like, he just has so much – personality that you could watch him read the phone book and be enchanted by it but overall just a like uh, an unnecessary and also like watching it I was sort of perplexed that Ashton Kutcher was like a, a movie star for like a real you know like not that he's not a star now but like he was like sure. a legit movie star for a little while and like he's fine You know, but, like, his... Like, certainly I wasn't watching the movie being like, whoa, there's a... You know, like, that's a movie star. And Uh he was at the time. I just found that very, very strange.
2: Hey, man, that was a different time. Um, What else
0: did we watch? We watched... uh... Oh, my God, I can't remember the name. Oh, What a Girl Wants, the Amanda Bynes movie where uh, Colin Firth is her dad. Um, It's... Yeah, uh, also an okay movie. We have a, uh, I think we've. I've talked about it before, we have sort of a sitting movie night on Mondays with a group of friends, and so we kind of watch, on purpose, usually watch like, a okay. uh, sort of bad movie just to have something to kind of riff on over text, and um, what a girl wants is what we chose for that week, and, uh, you know, again, a movie of its time, like 2003, it's like... It, yeah, it was fine. Um Amanda Bynes All of Amanda Bynes Did you follow it up Sorry, go. Did ahead. you follow it up with What Women Want? That's uh that's coming up. We're <laughs> leading up to What Women Want and then Didn't they just make and then what
2: and then What Older Women Want?
0: That's right, yeah. Um Yeah, all of Amanda Bynes' lines sound weirdly yard in this movie and it was like throwing me off really? so much. Yeah, I don't know what it is about the way she's delivering lines but just sounds it all sounds fake like she went in and redid all of her lines after the movie was done
2: hey know. amanda can i serve you some food sure i'll take all that yeah.
0: <laughs> you got i mean you gotta see it just to just to hear her lines i really recommend the movie just to hear her talking uh in a very strange manner bizarre yeah but other than that, I think that's... Oh, we uh, we did rewatch Into the Spider-Verse this weekend. and Oh, nice. Oh, so good. Just like such a... I mean, we, we... I'll talk about it a little bit more in the TV shows we've seen segment, but we just finished watching New Girl. And so Jake Johnson as the s- sort of schlubby Spider-Man. um, was very fun. Such a good voice for that character. And such a like just a such a fun movie so cool it's like the animation so cool um yeah really enjoyed re-watching that one um good That's yeah great. we still have not been joined by max so let's move on to some tv shows we've seen
1: tv shows we've seen we've seen uh sure rob you seen any tv
2: Been rewatching some of the Simpsons um, just before Fox is supposed to finally add the correct um, aspect ratio to them. Um, So I'm I'm sure I'll be back before too long um, to watch them in in their proper original form. Is that is that are they
0: reformatting them for Disney Plus or is that just for TV in general?
2: That's on the Disney Plus one, I think, because they they originally hadn't hadn't added the correct formatting. It was literally you know cutting off jokes and, and you know taking out parts of the frame, so that was no good. You know, I um, I
0: I just saw yeah. the um the Duff Brewery tour oh, episode ahead. on TV, and even on TV, the aspect ratio did cut off the the joke that everybody's pointed out where the you know Duff dry Duff you know regular Duff all that is coming out of the same spout. That oh, joke yeah. was cut off on TV too.
2: Wow. That's, that's it. not good. Yeah, um, that's it. That's I'm glad. I'm glad they're restoring it just because it just seems like there's no point in having that show on if you're not going to have it in its original form in the way that everyone enjoyed it. Sure. Um, so that and then um, what we do in the shadows. I know I've mentioned it on, on multiple episodes now because the season's kind of ongoing. But this most recent one was super duper funny. And just a general plot is that... Um, Matt Barry's vampire gets confronted by another vampire and instead of dueling him he just like just leaves and starts the new identity because he's too scared Uh and he pretends to be a human bartender in like a little town and starts like coaching the volleyball team it's so funny I got it I got it you you gotta get on it I would even say like even if you you do it in isolation just to like watch that one because it's so so funny
0: I've been meaning to, I just haven't gotten around to doing it, but I think most of it's on Hulu and I've, I'll just, yeah, I'll, I'll just,
2: I'll just watch it. I just need to watch it. I love the movie so much. Yeah. Yeah, It's really good. Like it, it's definitely one of those examples where they took the feeling of it and just expanded it so well. And including adding like the, the female vampire and the energy vampire. It just, it really, it really makes for a much I don't know. It just feels more fully realized with all the stuff they added. It's really great stuff.
0: Hmm. You got a little yappy um, dog going on in your, in the background there. Yeah. Sorry.
2: My, window, my window's open and there's a dog going. Let no, me. No, that's okay. That's okay. No, let me go find that dog and, and shut it up. Oh, that's good. Um, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, I'm trying to think if there was another, Oh, you know what? How could I forget? Um, On a stream, I think maybe I mentioned on another episode as well, I was watching some Baywatch, um, which is really funny, and the pilot is very, like, overly serious, like a lot of pilots are. And I didn't realize that Pam Anderson and um, a a few of uh, the more famous Baywatch people didn't show up until, like, season three or four. Hasselhoff was an OG, but I think that was about the most famous person there was at that point. Uh And, like, the second up guy was, like a dude who is a lawyer but also likes to be a lifeguard in Baywatch. And the big thing in the – I want to say it was in the um, pilot. It was that his boss was like, hey, you need to make a decision. Either lifeguard or lawyer. Like, he wouldn't let him take time off on the weekends and stuff to do it. It was very – it was just a very, very funny, like, dilemma that he was suddenly in. Um, And then the funnier, even funnier thing is that um, Baywatch Nights, which – originally started out as I think Hasselhoff's character kind of, kind of helping a buddy do like a detective for hire agency. Uh But in the second season, they just switched to completely like, like supernatural crap, like possessions and demons and like native spirits that like generate like weather and stuff. It's so, it's so insane. I, I really enjoyed it just for how like over the top it was. Um, I would honestly say that's like a good, bad thing to watch just because of how like silly it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Baywatch nights.
0: That's Robert's big recommendation. Baywatch nights. Oh yeah. Um, for me, for TV, like I said, I finished, we finished new girl, which was a very, a joy to rewatch again. Uh, we had so much fun rewatching it and just all of our great memories just flooding back to us was, was very fun. um, other than that, huh, what have we been watching? We watched the first uh the first episode of the new season of Dead to Me on Netflix. And it's fine. I I'm not particularly enchanted with the show. I, I liked the first season enough, and um there's a there's a nice mystery at the very beginning with uh an actor we'll talk about in the movie we're talking about later, James Marsden. Um but Overall, just kind of fine. Uh, the Christina Applegate's character, I don't find particularly likable, and neither uh, Linda Cardellini is her character. I don't think is particularly likable either. But uh, they're both great actresses. Uh. So, and hey, I don't know if you noticed, but Max, are you here? No. Max is here. It it says he joined. It says he's in the call, but I can't. I can't hear his ass if he's... Speak up, Max, you creep. I am here. Ah! And
1: hey, boys. Hey, you scared the shit What's out up? of me, Max. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, clean up on aisle 10.
0: Aisle 10 is... Aisle 10 is... Never mind. <laughs> A little bit of, gross I was gonna, of humor. I was going to reference that... Uh, Hello, Allison, I want to hold your hand. That Do you guys remember that song? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, it's The song is Hello, Allison, parentheses, aisle 10.
1: That's what I was referencing. Wow. I'm glad you got it. Yeah, thanks, Max.
0: Thanks for the tee-up on that great joke that we both delivered really well. Yes. Um, I was just finishing my TV shows I've seen, uh, Max. What have you seen any TV you want to talk about?
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, have we already done movies and everything, too? We did, but we can circle back to movies.
0: Just for you, Max, we can circle back.
1: Um, I actually, uh, yeah, because I watched a ton of movies. But uh, for TV, I finished up Silicon Valley. Uh, still, yeah, I enjoyed it. It gets it gets kind of wacky near the end, but it's it's good. I also watched The Night Manager. Have you guys heard of that?
0: Nuh-uh. Night
1: manager? Yeah, it's uh, Tom Hiddleston as kind of like, um, uh, not CIA asset, what is he, MI6, I think, or something like that, but kind of like uh, Black Ops, kind of um, infiltrating Hugh Hugh Laurie as uh, like a, a weapon, an arms dealer, and uh, he's kind of like infiltrating his group, but he starts out as just like uh, running a... Um, a hotel in Egypt and he kind of gets involved in this thing and then involves himself in the thing. And then it gets kind of nuts. It um, is a little bit related to uh, a movie that I watched, which I'll just throw in here now, uh, Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy, which was very, very boring. Uh, I I was not (laughs) engaged throughout that entire movie. Uh, There are a lot of amazing actors in it. Uh, who just do not, I don't know what what it is, if it's the script. I think there's something like intentionally underplayed everything so there's nothing to grip onto. Uh, And hard hard to really um, care when anything happens because it's happening to a a character that uh, so far hasn't really shown any interest in anything in the world. Uh, So like all the characters who are interacting with each other, you don't really you get a feeling that they're actual human beings or anything like that. So anyways, uh, this is another spy story written by the same guy as uh, wrote Tinker Taylor soldier spy uh, and night manager. So both of those are from the same person night manager, infinitely more interesting to me. Hmm. Uh, and both Tom Hiddleston and uh, Hugh Laurie do a great job. Oh, Oh my gosh. Olivia Coleman also. Uh, does a great job in that. Uh, she's kind of like the handler for um, for for Tom Hiddleston's character. So very interesting. I like that one a lot. I recommend it. I uh, watched it on Amazon Prime, I think. And then I also watched uh, the first couple episodes of the Harley Quinn show, the animated show.
2: What's that on? I w- I've watched a lot of clips of that online.
1: Yeah, it's on uh, DC animated something or other. I don't know. DC, what's the DC channel. DC. Universe. Streaming? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's that one, but I think that's the only place you can get it legitimately. Which but, is what uh, you did. Right. Max. Uh, yeah. yeah. Obviously. Uh, I'm always legit, but it's, it's good. It's like over the top violent. And it seems like they swear for maybe no reason, but, uh, Um, but they also have a lot of good points and good jokes and stuff that hits and, and, uh, like the interaction between, um, Harley and Poison Ivy is great. Uh, and it's all about kind of how, how, uh, Harley was kind of abused by Joker. Like he's a bad boyfriend and, and does not care about her at all, only cares about himself. And she's starting to, to realize that in this show and it's pretty good so i recommend that i also started american gods got about 10 minutes in maybe and then we stopped watching after there was a line of guys getting uh, stabbed in the eye with a burning dagger Ooh, so cool uh, so hell yeah. yeah might come back to that later but i uh, was in no rush to, to continue that day and that's what i've watched is
0: that it for what, what about movies? What have you seen in
1: movies? Oh gosh. I'm just going to go down uh, a list and kind of good or bad. Nancy drew and the hidden staircase. I watched <laughs> it's about what you expect. It's a bunch of kids, uh, solving some mysteries, pretty fun. Uh, just know what you're getting into. Tinker, Taylor soldier spy. Uh, not a good one. Not a recommendation. Fast five. I watched again. Hell always yeah. good. Hell yeah. Such, such a great Hell movie. Really. Uh, yeah, a lot of that stuff I forgot. There, you know, there are just the laugh-out-loud points, like when Finn Diesel and The Rock are fighting and just pushing each other through walls and stuff. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, I also watched Stockholm, which is about, uh, let's see, it's got Ethan Hawke in it and Noomi Rapace, and it's about, uh, oh, and Mark Strong. And uh, it's about the Stockholm and Stockholm Syndrome uh the uh bank robbery that kind of went weird and the people the who were held hostage uh ended up kind of liking the the people who were holding them hostage more than the police because the police were kind of bastards throughout the whole thing, kind of trying to act tough. But uh based on a true story, uh it, it was it was interesting. It was a good movie. I would I would check it out. Uh I also watched Lovebirds with Camille Nangiani and Israel. Oh yeah, Rutt. that just came out. Yeah. Uh that one's pretty it's pretty good. It's weird because um I don't know, some of the, the interactions are, are like maybe too believable for what the movie is because a lot of the plot is completely unbelievable. But like uh the 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 couple for the most part when they're talking their banter and stuff is is like uh, interesting and believable, but then when these weird things happen, you're just like, why would you make that decision? Where if it were more goofy throughout uh, uh, and the character portrayals were more goofy, you wouldn't even question it at all, but because some of it uh, is taken seriously, the rest of it seems a little bit like oddly goofy. Interesting. But but ultimately good, and it's a funny movie. Uh, oh, oh, good. Good, good job, both of them. Uh, They're then both I listeners,
0: watched- so I'm sure they appreciated the shout-out
1: exactly i I know it, uh and Camille, that body on point <laughs> uh, I also watched spaceship Earth. Have you guys heard of that? No it's a documentary about uh the biosphere two thing that happened in the nineties, where it was kind of like portrayed as this uh uh scientific thing where where um eight scientists were uh, locked in it, basically biodome essentially they're locked into uh, this biosphere where they uh, they cut themselves off from the oxygen on the outside for two years and try and live in there they, they bring like a bunch of um, a bunch of animals and a bunch of plants in there but but things go weird and like it's debatable whether it's science or whether it's a hippie commune cult thing uh, but Very interesting how this whole thing plays out. Uh, I went to Biosphere when I was a kid, and I didn't know a lot of this stuff uh, that was going on and what what the whole deal was, like the fact that it was started by a theater troupe commune that, that like, I don't know. It's strange. I recommend the watch. It's very interesting. Uh, Cool to see kind of what these people could do. Also, when they get in over their head, kind of like, you know, how it goes weird. And strange cameo of Steve Bannon. Oh, boy. Involved in the end of this whole thing. Um, yeah, but, but check it out. It's interesting. Uh, then I watched Troop Zero, which uh, is a story about some basically brownies, Girl Scouts. Uh, I forget what they call them, like birdies or something like that. I think it was the name of their their scout troop, but they're kind of sandlot thing. Like, these guys will never make it. Um, and them just trying to uh enter a contest basically to uh, send their recording into space. It's cute. That's a, uh,
0: that's a Prime movie, right?
1: I believe so. Cool. I believe so. It's, it's someone on one of those streaming uh, networks, but yeah, it, it's cute. I would check it out. It's it's along the same vein of Sandlot, Goonies, and and that type of thing. Underdog kids. Uh, teaming up and learning to love themselves and that's what i watched for movies wow wow Wow.
0: i think you had more (sighs) than both of us combined for i usually it's robert with seriously what a haul
1: yeah i don't know what happened in the last couple of weeks but uh just just watched a ton of stuff
0: yeah well, why don't we talk about a movie about, like we all watched a couple weeks ago? So we'll see how our recollection of it is. Yes, let's talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. Hell yeah. So Sonic the Hedgehog, 2020 action-adventure comedy starring Benny Schwaz and Jim Carrey <laughs> and James Marsden and Tika Sumpter and, of course, Adam Pally and he can't not be cast as somebody in the army, Neil McDonough. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog is about a extraterrestrial blue hedgehog who can run really fast, who is sent to Earth by a wise owl an owl long clawed owl who sends him through a ring it onto earth uh to save him from a bunch of um were they were they were those echidnas they were knuckles they were echidnas they were echidnas okay so she sends him to earth to protect him from them and then we
2: oh i'm okay. sorry i'm sorry they're they're aliens
0: yeah they're <laughs> alien echidnas sorry um <clears throat> He is, of course, an alien blue hedgehog. So we catch up with Sonic. Not literally. He's much faster than us. Um, (laughs) We figuratively catch up with Sonic. Ten years later when he's living in uh, Green Hills, Montana. And he's idolizing the sheriff named Tom, who's played by James Marsden. And he is on on the run, literally, from Dr. Robotnik, played by... Jim Carrey
1: and you said you, you mentioned that this was a comedy uh that was news to me that's uh it's kind of an interesting take <laughs> hey, on things <laughs>
0: come on Max there's some there's some funny parts in this I, I'm sure no
1: nah, it was fun I I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would I think I went in with low expectations and that's the uh trick
0: yeah I went in with about middle expectations and kind of met those expectations Rob how about you mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think like I think you have to take a step back and, and acknowledge that <clears throat> even if they're trying to appeal to the people our age that grew up with and enjoy Sonic on that level that people have also been playing Sonic games for years after us and the demographic of this movie is definitely younger.
1: Mhm.
2: Yeah. So in that sense, I I thought it was yes. It was fine. It was it was a fine movie for what it was and I think it's appropriate to then Put it under the lens of like it wasn't trying to be a, the grim, dark, amazing you know Sonic that's like I don't know I, I don't I I but yeah I think I'm with you guys I had sort of normal expectations and they were met. I, I,
0: yeah. I, I I'm very glad that they didn't decide to make this the like grim dark adventure for Sonic, but like yeah it it you're exactly right it's it's a movie I think made especially for kids. And maybe, with some nostalgia for their parents to not feel totally silly going to see it with their kids,
1: yeah yeah i I thought there were some really cute parts, like when he picks up the turtle and he's uh, running with him, the turtle's got like kind of the wind blowing through his his face, and then he like drops him for a little bit, goes back, and catches him. I thought there were a lot of like little cute moments like that, but i I, I don't really enjoy the um that whole like coming in from another world uh into our world uh it just seemed unnecessary yeah yeah exactly i just don't i don't think it worked in this one i think they're trying to to make sense of the fact that all the humans would look way different than a hedgehog that wasn't a hedgehog at all
2: is it also a coincidence that like when he teleport he can teleport and he ended up in a place called green hill zone or is that just like a meta joke and like the world he came from wasn't even called that
0: I think that was that was more like a a nod to the fans would be my guess, and,
2: yeah, which is fine and i and in fact, there's something near the very end um when it shows um it's funny they don't really say I don't remember his name, they call him Donut lord a lot um the oh, uh, what is
1: James his name? Marston
2: yes, do you mean, but the, um, you don't remember the name Tom Wachowski no, <laughs> not in the slightest um. No, there's a moment in the end when it's kind of like him and his wife, and I think they're setting up their house or kind of getting it cleaned up kind of right right to the end of the movie, and there's a little tune playing that's like on the piano, and it's like... Doo-doo, 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 doo-doo. And it's the little Sonic Sega music, but it slowed down. It was very subtle. I loved it. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I like that too.
2: Yeah, but, but overall I would say Sonic was just like... He's pretty annoying. He's kind of got an annoying personality. And if I'm gonna attack any part of the logic of the film, there was a lot of inconsistency with like how he used his speed and how fast he was. Because mm-hmm. in one instance, which I thought was fun, he runs around during a bar fight and like sets all these people up like like uh, Quicksilver to like get owned when he like unfreezes time. But it just didn't, and it didn't even seem like a moment that justified that level of power on his part. So I just thought it was kind of odd because there's other times where he can't he can't catch up or get away from you know whatever.
0: That's a, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Is like the 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 his speed doesn't seem to track for the rest of the f- like the, he's not that fast again in the movie and like in places where it'd be more helpful for him to be that fast rather than ripping like call let's call a spade a spade. Is they that rip- just the- they rip off the scene. Is that just a
2: speedster problem? Is that just like a problem with characters that do this?
0: Well, I think if they're going to, I mean, this is a, we're picking at nits a little bit, but like, I know, but like, it's primary
2: characteristic is he's fast.
0: Yeah. It's just like to either like he make him as fast as he is throughout the rest of the movie for the whole movie. Or like, you know, there's like, he can only be that fast, you know, once every so often because it burns out his energy so much. Something that sort of like gives you an explanation as to why like he's able to like functionally change everything that happens in a room in like the matter of a millisecond or like why he's not able to like catch up to a truck later. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. You know like there's just like there's a there's a disconnect there in terms of like why is he able to do this and not able to do this like why is he able to you know mess with like 25 people in one room but he also can't seem to outrun like dr
2: robotnik's many robots well and again it's it's a kid's movie but i guess what i'm saying is like if i was a kid i would still be asking those kinds of questions just because like that's that is what's fun about the character like you know what i mean like if i was watching into turtles and they they were like constantly like craving things at work pizza i'd be like what the hell like they love pizza why do they keep doing this it would be weird for the character so with sonic having like you said i think it would have been simple and they do kind of show like he does like not go chaos emerald Super Sonic, which would have been cool Mm -hmm. but he does power up a couple times but it would have been good like you said if they just established like hey now i'm i'm slower now what happened it's like oh you used a bunch of energy sonic
1: right you idiot
2: you fucking idiot (laughs) don't you get it yeah yeah, he's like, "Oh, I'm fucking tired." And that's the one F-word they use in the movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just like right in the middle of the movie. Nobody else even says <laughs> one swear word. He's like wipes his brow. "Ooh, I'm fucking tired." And it's just like ev- like everybody in the audience is just like,
2: "Uh Sonic finally goes into town and he's like he's like, "Man, I'm horny. I want to <laughs> fuck." <laughs>
1: That's a different fuck. You can't use that in the same way. You don't get a full Oh, one. that's
2: right. You're right. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's right. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that's just... It, it, the other thing, too, and it's, you know... Again, it's whatever, but the suspension of disbelief. Like, remember they're in the bar, and the woman's like, Hey, you can't have a kid in here. What is he wearing? A weird Halloween mask? That's incredible. It's like, okay, <laughs> well...
0: Yeah, If you if you saw a creature that looked clearly computer-generated in that way, would you just like if somebody just said oh no it's a mask you'd be would you
2: then just go yeah i guess so plausible to me i would continue to just enjoy the bar i was standing in and and not pay any mind to him you know making 1 million um uh what is it uh not hole in one freaking darts bullseyes yeah um and and also in the process ruining a bunch of people's drinks yeah um basically causing causing chaos in general um hey chaos emeralds in general ah very good um, robert what did you guys yeah, think I know. of what did you guys think
0: of Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik?
1: Obnoxious. I, um I think he yeah. did what he was supposed to do, but I think uh I I don't know, intentionally obnoxious, but not it doesn't make him not obnoxious just because he nailed it. I think it's still pretty <laughs> I, I didn't enjoy it. Hmm. Um I do like yeah, the mustache though. Weird, at, the, I mean, at the end,
2: I guess. I guess here's maybe a question about it. What What did we expect from a robotic performance? Because he's, I guess, I played the Sonic games, <clears throat> and some of the more recent ones where it's three D and he has maybe a voice and maybe more of a personality. But I guess I just don't have a, a firm grasp on. Like, it just seems to me as like a kind of a cackling. He's a doctor, so he's smart, but he's just like a a crazy guy who makes robots and hates Sonic. Yeah, it's, it's interesting
0: because so, in the games we you don't really get, like, there's not, like, an extended time you're spending with Dr. Robotnik. He just kind of shows up at the end of certain levels to be, like, a person you fight. You don't really get a sense of who is Dr. Robotnik outside of boss fights. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, <clears throat> you know, I, I haven't played a lot of the more recent Sonic games, so maybe there's an extended Eggman, Dr. Robotnik... <laughs> backstory that I'm just not aware of but yeah I, I think that's a fair point I didn't really have an ex other than knowing it was going to be Jim Carrey. so there's some expectation of like oh he's going to act like this I didn't really know what to I didn't have like an expectation of oh well if he's going to be Dr. Robotnik he has to act like this yeah he's got to uh, say that
2: one famous thing
1: I watched the cartoon uh, which had a little bit more Robotnik than the uh, than I've seen in the games uh, and this is, I mean, there's not much you can do with that character, but I do think that some of the choices they made, uh, were, were a little odd, like the, just his, um, his, he's so conceited and, and thinks he's better than everyone else. And he, um, which I guess kind of the, the regular Robotnik has, but he, uh, yeah, he's like like, so all, smart, but... yeah but also the, the regular Robotnik is like building weird robots that uh, like little, little drill arm guys that talk to him and uh, like uh, animal robots and stuff. Wouldn't have he's been too to cruel to have, have
2: little animals powering his robots?
1: It's, it should They should have had that, I think. I think they should have gone with something. It would have been
2: cute just, Sonic could have freed them.
1: Just him being like an iPhone app developer it was fairly boring and, and – I don't know it, it doesn't have the same interest of oh this guy's like and creating all they... these strange robots it's just kind of he's doing drones he's just making drones and yeah. uh drones, and drones i'm tired of yeah
2: um they that's the other thing is like sonic is this alien from another planet that can like jump not i guess not even i guess it's just through sp- through space with the rings that he has the bag of rings but um it just seemed like odd to me that like he couldn't it, remember that it seemed like the whole thrust of the film was a little funky. Like I, I'm really not trying to like be on it too bad, but like <laughs> remember like he loses the the rings in a portal that, go, that goes to San Francisco. And then he's like, oh crap, I can't get them back without your help. And it's like, you're faster than like you can stop time. Like you just look up where San Francisco is and go get it. Right. And I guess it was an excuse because he wanted to, he wanted to be friends with him. Kind of too, but it was just kind of like, again, uh, more of the inconsistently. It's like, say he's depowered. That would have made more sense because in the the game, when Sonic doesn't have rings, he's he's like weak. He can get killed in one hit. So you could just like tie it into that. Like, oh, I've never been away from my rings. Now I can't go as fast. Like,
0: right. The 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 longer he's away from them, or the more he uses of them, the less like power he has. Or yeah, just something where it's like the rings. Maybe like. On top of being portals, the rings like, also power how fast he is like he uses a ring to mm-hmm. be faster and then like he when he loses them he doesn't have access to that anymore or something.
2: yeah I mean the whole thing that sets it off is he runs around the bases of a baseball field playing all the positions, which is fun. I liked that stuff where like mm-hmm. hey, the guy in the outfield's like not gonna pay attention and it's him out in the outfield and you know he's like playing all the parts um, but he sets off this like basically this EMP kind of thing but again it has nothing to do with it, there didn't seem to be a catalyst other than him being like upset and then his single little quill can charge like robotnik's machine by the end it just seemed like wild how his power level goku levels uh, <gasps> And I don't know. Can we can we talk about the ending, about the the end credit sequences? Because I think I think the movie was lacking something that they introduced pretty late.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree with what you're probably the point you're about to make. But go ahead.
2: Yeah. So by the end, or at the end rather, um, they win the day, and Robotnik is. They, they set it up for the whole movie that if he doesn't get away from. Or, or if he has to go into exile again the next place he has to go to is like a crappy mushroom planet and he hates mushrooms and it sucks. Do
1: but, you think that do you think that was a dig on uh on Mario? That or was I was wondering be. that. But they have
2: like a, a decent relationship now, no? Like there he's in he's in Smash Bros. It doesn't seem like there'd be any any reason to have shade.
0: And also like the the writer of the movie like has said that he wants to have like a shared universe with
1: like Nintendo. Like maybe he, that's why he did it then. I get, yeah, maybe. Not necessarily a dig just like a way to get into the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, could be. I didn't know that. Weird. Interesting. Anyways, what um, is,
2: what? so so at the end, Robotnik is sent through one of the coin portals to the Mushroom World and we get kind of the mid-credit sequence where we see Robotnik his once-coiffed mustache is now long and frazzled, uh, I think due to the effects of uh, going through the ring. I don't know. Um, But it's the classic kind of, like, insane-looking animated Robotnik mustache, and the goggles he's wearing, he pops on, his his, uh, weird Richard Spencer haircut is gone, he's bald now. Um, So basically did the thing that annoys people all the time, which is, like, Made him look like the villain that he was supposed to be the whole time. At the very end, mm-hmm. um, really, if if Carrie had looked like that and been floating around in that weird round egg robot, I think that would have been more interesting.
1: Yeah, I really um, hope they do that in the in the second movie. If a second movie gets made, uh, I really oh yeah, hope they, this is the whole universe. they'd put but a big the... suit on him and everything, and and have him look more like that and do more goofy things that he picked up in the mushroom world or something.
2: Mm-hmm. But I think the big the big failure, I think. Is that they do the after credit sequence and it's Miles Tails Prower showing up on a cliffside and determining that Sonic is nearby and then going to find him. And I was like, it was exciting to see him because Sonic is, you know, at some point gets gets that sidekick, and he became so synonymous with him. So it just felt like a bummer. Like, it didn't feel like there was any reason they couldn't have introduced Tails to.
1: But wouldn't that have kind of undercut the story of him really wanting to be friends with with uh, Donut Lord?
2: Yeah, except that I thought the whole thing was that Sonic and Tails have been friends for a long time. Like, we're going to meet their... We're going to see them become friends for the first time? Like, I don't know. I There's things like... There's just basic things where I feel like it could have thrown us into that. And I feel like, again, even in a younger age group, would like to have Sonic have companions that are like him? I don't know. It, it's the fish out of water thing, like coming to the human world and interacting with all of that is just often not the most interesting part of movies like this. Yeah. Um, again, if, you know, if the, the audience it's made for enjoys it, then great. But I feel like Sonic is more interesting. What is in his universe with the, the robots that have the little animals inside and Robotnik is from there, just big over the top levels with loops and, Underwater, And I don't know. I just feel like there was a ton to draw from. Um, and of course, this is famously not the original script that um, Van show and Evan Susser uh, created. Did I get that right? Were those the two writers? Yeah. Um, and and as a result, have no writing credits on this anymore. And I would have loved to have seen what it was. Um, you know, we'll never know. I feel like there's a, a couple couple movies recently. Uh, what is it? The Trevoro Rise of Skywalker and a few other things that uh, yeah, we'll never we'll never uh, actually know what it would have been like. Yeah,
1: but fortunately, we're getting the Snyder cut.
0: Oh, we didn't even talk about it, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> there's a reason to get HBO Max. <laughs> it's got to be getting the Snyder cut. Of no, wait, as Lincoln. I
2: understand it, this is not this is the one that they're offering is not the Snyder cut because he he it is dependent on him getting thirty to forty million dollars of funding to complete the visual effects. Correct.
1: Mm -hmm. I think they're doing it right. They're doing something. They are putting a lot of money into it. I think the funniest thing is David Ayer, like really pushing for uh, an Ayer cut of Suicide Squad, where he's like, it wouldn't even be that much to make guys. Come on. (laughs) How about the Ayer cut? Hashtag Uh, the Ayer
2: cut, right guys? Even if it was a someone who, a director who I enjoyed or a movie that I loved, I would just prefer they stop going back and changing things and doing things. If, if, if George Miller said, hey, actually, there's a bunch of CG I did want to add to Mad Max, more trucks in the background <laughs> blowing up.
1: Are you saying that of... you pre- prefer the original Star Wars to the special? Editions? Yeah, yeah
2: I, I'm going to get on that soapbox. Yeah. No, I just think less is more. I, I think, you know, if you're going back and you're cleaning up the uh, the visuals, like, I, I, you know, if the lightsaber looked like crap and you you had to, like, you know, try and blend it to make it look closer to the other ones or something I guess but like when you start adding complete scenes and new characters and stuff it just seems like a weird a weird thing to do and then I guess this is maybe slightly different territory because it sounds like so many scenes were recut it's just fundamentally a different movie but I don't know what have you do you guys even have an idea like what it's supposed to encompass it just sounds like it's more set up of the individual justice league people but one of my issues with the the movie to begin with was that they should have had their own movies to introduce them. You know,
0: that's that's the cut. Is that each character gets four hours at the beginning of the movie to introduce the character? So we, it's ultimately going to be like a twelve-hour movie, but you get what you want, which is like a whole movie's worth of introduction for each new character.
2: Huh. Interesting. I just prefer the email from joke, Wonder Woman. Just. um but we are actually talking about sonic we can we can uh do that on another we can talk about uh
0: hang on i can i can can segue this uh speaking of cgi changes was it worth them changing the look of sonic the hedgehog in your opinion
1: i think that it did them a solid uh in that it dropped my opinion of the movie before going into it (laughs) so i could enjoy it whereas like if if I was comparing it to the original Sonic, I would say, hey, there's little differences. It's kind of weird that these spikes stick out. But since I'm comparing it to the original Sonic, it's a huge improvement. I don't know if they did that intentionally or not. But I think more movies should do that, release an initial cut that looks god-awful, and then release <laughs> one that looks fairly normal so people can be like, well, at least it's not that other one.
2: Except what if it doesn't work and like the newer one they think is worse? And they're like, oh, shit, <laughs> we already did the movie in this way. <laughs>
1: Yeah, then you're screwed.
2: <laughs> it definitely wouldn't have been... The rumor, of course, is that like they only did the amount of scenes needed for the trailer in that style, and that they could have just gone back and added him for all the other stuff, but it just looked... It didn't look good. Yeah, I'm glad he ended up looking closer to the video game version, because he's a much more endearing-looking character.
0: I agree. I think, like... I, I wouldn't have... I don't think it would have made the movie appreciably worse or better if he... Look the way he did, but I do think it makes Sonic the character a bit more of an endearing character to the audience that he doesn't have quite the spikes and the sharp eye eye shape that he had in the original thing. So, I, like, uh. I, I don't think it would have made honestly a lick of a lick a difference in terms of how the movie did. But I, Max, I your theory is very funny. Of like, just release an early trailer with the character looking horrible or like a way that's going to make people mad. And with the Mm. intention of always changing the character design to make people have a little more like, Oh, well at least they changed that. Yeah. uh, Maybe I'll go see it now.
1: I I didn't fully come up with that idea. I think I saw that floated as like, this is actually maybe intentional when, when it first came out, they're Ah. like, it can't, they can't actually have wanted to do the Sonic this way. It's just meant to kind of, uh, you know, f- just put the feelers out there, well, see if people like it or not. I'm going to say that it's maybe
0: your, I'm going to say it's your idea because I don't know who else came up with it. So for me, it's <laughs> you did
1: it. Okay. Well, I I think it is honestly a good idea for uh, for companies to do that if they're going to be changing something slightly, like change it to the extreme and then change it back to the middle, <laughs> and then people will be a little bit more forgiving of those small changes you made. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I think it helped the MCU that X Men came out first and was like. Uh, like the black leather garbage, like when the MCU came out and Captain America is wearing some kind of like, I don't know, he's got blue and red, but it's not, you know, the actual... It's a little muted in terms of the pop of it. Yeah, you can still say, at least they put some color on it. Yeah. You know?
0: Maybe if the Justice League trailer had had Superman with a mustache in it, and then when they by the time they got the movie out and they'd edited it out, maybe the people would be
2: more forgiving of... It would have been cooler if he had had a beard because like, it, because He's he wasn't dead. dead. <laughs> His hair was just growing. He was. Yeah. Um, also I can tell why Max likes that idea because basically you want movies to be a character creator. Yes. <laughs> and they just, they just put out a character and then you're like, Oh, I wish like the chin was bigger and the eyes were further apart. And also he was like green and they're like, here we go again. And they just keep changing it. <sighs> Fire pro
1: wrestling world Bio of the
2: movie it never it never leaves development
1: <laughs> it's oh, just a series a of trailers that keep coming out
0: based on the emails max sends to the producers about the movie
1: <laughs> you know yeah. what it could use a little bit more of this
0: what do you think Wonderful. about adding a fork and a knife as a, as a symbol on his chest
1: yes fuji x for life
0: for life all right guys well that will do it for this episode And we will talk to you again soon.
2: Hey, see you later.
0: Bye-bye.